The Light Breakfast with Asha and Nan, brought to you by Maybank. On Alter Ego today, we're speaking to cosplayer Rika Blurhound, the persona adopted by a young lady who's a nutritionist by day. Rika, can you explain to those of us who actually don't fully understand what cosplay is? Right. Okay. So cosplay is um, kind of like a arts and crafts um, where people put on their favorite costumes and they become like a another character. So in other words, it's actually costume play, but it has quite like a huge range of meaning where um, some people just put on very casual costumes and others, uh, they put on anime characters or cartoon characters costumes. So it's a little bit different uh, in each category, you would say. Yeah. Okay. So it's a question of what you're really interested in and what you want to maybe pay tribute to? Yeah, I think I think that's a very close uh, close definition of it. Yeah. And and so when would you be getting dressed up? Because it's not just play dress up, is it? I mean, you you get dressed for a particular reason. Mm, I think it really depends. I think for myself, it started out as a hobby. And I think like quite a lot of people in the small ACG community actually um, started out as a hobby as well. But of course, um, right now in 2022, I think it's getting a bit more commercialized. So there's plenty of job opportunities um, and we get to dress up for that occasion as well. But mainly I think there's like annual events in Malaysia for to celebrate like the small anime, comic and games community and people do dress up to go to conventions like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Why did you uh, talk us through the exact moment that you got yourself interested in cosplay and, and, and how it became a part of your life? Right. Okay, sure. Um, for myself, I'm, I'm actually really into anime and comics. Uh, so when I was young, I think like, you know, when we were in secondary school stuff, we were, I was reading Gempa. <laughs> and then like, uh, I was into anime. I have like a few favorite cartoons characters and then um when i was working part-time in a restaurant i met uh, a colleague and she was already cosplaying she was a cosplayer so she introduced the hobby to me and then uh, she lent me um she pinjam me her first uh, one of my first costumes and that's how i got into cosplay yeah so that was really nice like she brought me into the hobby hmm. and and you were working at that time yeah, I was studying, so I was working part-time, you know, uh, trying to earn myself extra allowances. <laughs> okay. Um, let's talk about costumes. So she, your colleague, uh, lent you the first ever one that you wore. But throughout your years as a cosplay player, what's been your best and worst creations? Right. Okay, that's very interesting. Uh, I'm so glad you asked that because my first costume, like, after I kind of got more into the hobby, uh, it was actually a Vocaloid Miku dress. Uh, so what I did was, uh, it was my first time making my own costume. I just really didn't know how to do it. Uh, so I went through a lot of tutorials and it, the deadline didn't quite meet my own expectations. So I ended up having to double side tape a lot of <laughs> quite funny <laughs> but it was a very interesting experience uh, that was undoubtedly my worst <laughs> and um, my best costume I would say it's a uh, it's a Shivana from League of Legends it's a championship skin so it's a fully crafted armor with like a pure backbone with lights and uh, she has like dragon claws for her hands and that wow. got me 
prize in Selangor Cyber Games one year. Yeah, yeah, that was my best. I I would say. <laughs> so, what attracts you to a certain look, for example, for you personally, right? To to make you want to emulate that and become that character. What are the standout things? Right. Uh, usually, I like the uh, the more strong kind of characters, like female characters with. Uh, a lot of uh, strength, like um, good in fighting, um, has a, has a very um, solid opinion and good reasoning. Um, and also, I like troll characters. So, like the character I'm cosplaying today is actually um, Anya Forger from Spy X Family. She's actually only uh, she's very young. She's like in primary school, but uh, she's a very funny character. She has a lot of expressions. Yeah, I like characters like that. Either very funny. Or they are very strong and powerful. Yeah. Wow, that's just brilliant. Um, can you walk us through, like, I mean, that costume you just described sounds very fantastic and very complicated. So, could you walk us through the creation of a costume and, um, you know, the, the the clothing itself, the makeup, everything? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, um, Championship Shivana was, I think, my probably fourth or fifth. Um, so, the I usually make um, armors out of foam, like basic um, foam pieces, like the ones that you can find on floor mats or like paddings. Yeah. So, that's what I use as a core. And then, um, from there on, just kind of draft out the kind of rough shape you want. Then the additional items that you need are probably a hairdryer or like a heat gun. So you, when you heat it, it shapes. And then um, I also used some soft acrylic sheets. So like transparent kind of uh, plastic sheets to give it, to let the light go through. And back then, um, the, I wasn't so good in electronics. So I just picked out like, you know, Daiso's, like, you know, LED rounds. Mm. Yeah, just install it in. It was good enough uh, to give enough light. So it can be quite a um, budget thing, actually. You can actually find a lot of um, very uh, recyclable items. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think basically it was just that. Um, I don't actually have like a pattern for it. So I, I uh, it's not available on tutorials or anywhere online as well. So I just kind of just drive, draft it out and trial and error along the way yeah <laughs> so it seems like it's a really involving process have you ever just picked something off the rack off a shelf and something that you thought was good enough that okay this thing is perfect just the way it is oh, of course definitely because like now um, back then like probably like uh, five to ten years ago cosplay wasn't a very uh, popular hobby and uh, you really it's very difficult to find costumes off the rack and um, right now, though, um, it's more popular, and people people are there are more people getting into the hobby. So uh, you can actually find it on Shopee. Like you can actually find costumes, ready-made costumes on Shopee, and on Taobao definitely. So like, um, it's very convenient now. And now, like uh, since I'm working, of course, I do occasionally buy my costumes, uh, the ones that are more generic. Yeah that you can find and yeah I would, I would buy them definitely yeah <laughs> I have a question about you working I'm a nutritionist do you ever meet any of your clients I haven't 
met any clients yet, thankfully, in any of the events or any public appearances. But I have met my boss once. And it was just really, really awkward experience. And I was, uh, that day, I think I was wearing a very elaborate costume. So uh, the makeup was not the usual kind. It was quite dark and quite heavy. So uh, I think he didn't recognize me, but I was just hiding behind my helper all the time. And I was thankful for once that I'm actually short and nobody can see me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask about, you know, given that cosplay is becoming more and more popular, right? Do you think that Malaysia is at a point where if you were to apply for a job, for example, and it's re- usually they ask what are your hobbies? Is it something you think people will list down a bit more comfortably these days? Um, I think it depends what kind of industry you're in, probably. Um, I think like if you're more in the creative kind of industry, like, you know, uh, advertising, uh, games or, uh, you know, uh, electronics, I think it is more acceptable. I feel like uh, they are more open to the idea and I think some of them actually welcomes it especially like when you're working for like gaming companies, I think they would love that. It's very creative. But in my industry, uh, in my profession, it's not so welcomed, I would say, because we do still kind of have the small stigma where if we are a healthcare professional or any other form of professionals, uh, we have to look very prim and proper. And uh, we shouldn't be spending so much uh, additional time on too elaborate hobbies. I, w- I would say that, yeah. Mm. I would time and again choose somebody who looked like they were having fun in life to be my professional, you know, either mental health or physician health kind of uh, person that I go and see um, just because, you know, that is what I'd love my life to look like. Right, Nan? Yes, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about names here and how you or cosplayers in general like is there a a way that you you choose your names and does it always stay the same or does it change with the costumes that you wear oh okay um i think like um each cosplay is different for the different characters um but for name um like a persona i guess um (laughs) like for me it was just an elias uh, to also avoid me getting trouble in work but <laughs> um, my I think for most of the people they the cosplayers they stick to one name so like mine is Rika and mine is actually from a very very old series uh, Digimon uh, that I, I really liked when I was a young kid so it just stuck with me and yeah I just used it moving forward <laughs> okay all right, now let's say that we're complete beginners at makeup. Just just try and pretend that we are, yeah? Um, so what do we do? Makeup, sewing, cosplaying in general, how, how do you suggest that we would start? Right, okay. Uh, for starters, I would actually really, really encourage people to just uh, maybe buy off like a simple costume first. Because like when you buy a very simple costume, you can also kind of, looked at the inside of it and kind of learned a bit of thread work as well just the basics of course uh, then um, for makeup I think it's there's plenty of tutorials now on Facebook on social media so it's a it's very easy to be resourceful so you can actually find a lot of things uh, 
definitely buy your first costume and I, it will get you slowly to making your own definitely and then um yeah you can buy your, uh, makeup definitely yes um i think i would probably encourage people to start with simple prop making and like you know simple things like this and then maybe like uh, makeup and hair yeah it's a easier to start and also fun way to begin i think okay. yeah I'm sure a lot of people also would love to know, like, you know, you have Rika, your persona and character, and then you've got who you are every day in your normal everyday job. Um, do you have to be two different people or are you just an exaggeration of your original self or, you know, what do you call it? 2.0 self. <laughs> <laughs> um, how does that work out in the real world of living between cosplay and everyday life I think that's quite an interesting thing to share I think um, for myself I'm not actually two different persons in and out of cosplay um, a name is really just um, to get myself away from trouble but <laughs> um, I would say like uh, in cosplay um, maybe I'm slightly more bubbly and you know when all that energy is spent and i just uh in my day job i'm a little bit more quiet but really i'm just pretty much the same person i still joke around still have fun just a little bit more quiet and less energetic <laughs> i think everyone's a little less energetic at work <laughs> <Point eight. laughs> okay one final question um Let's see now. As far as the personas are concerned, hang on. Before I lose my train of thought. Okay, yes, I suddenly remember now. Obviously, a lot of people do take it very, very seriously. But within the community, in your personal opinion, um, is it more important to be accurate as far as the depiction of a character is concerned? Or do you come across people who want to add something a little bit more and then other people come out and go, you know, that's not really accurate. You should be wearing this instead of that and so on. Hmm, I think that's also a very good question. I think this really depends. Uh, in the end, for myself, I feel uh, cosplaying is a creative hobby. So it really shouldn't, we really shouldn't restrain anyone in the sense on how they want to bring out their creativity. But I think when we come back to character portrayal, maybe what uh, a little bit of thing to keep in thought might be um, to make sure that whatever additional items or add-ons uh, would match the character and would suit the general character portrayal and uh, outlook, I would say. Um, and it also really depends what goal you want to achieve in cosplay. So say, for example, if you're aiming to be a professional cosplayer uh, who has won a lot of competitions and you know going to stand on big commercial brands i think costume and cosplay accuracy matters so you have to be as close as to the character as possible but there are many ways to actually bring that out as well so like you know for example um like you know sailor moon a very popular mm -hmm. uh, the costume is actually if you look on tv is pretty flat right you know pretty 2d and stuff but there are a lot of embellishments that you can add, like lace, um, sparkles, glitters, which actually brings out the, you know, the magical girl kind of feel and it, it makes it so much more better. Yeah, and it suits the character. Yeah, so I would say that's a good addition. Yeah. 
All right, that makes sense to me that even if you deviate slightly, it has to suit the character that you are portraying. So much pressure, though. I, I'm like, yeah. But that's obviously part of the whole fun, isn't it? Creating, being creative and, and making something. I can see the fun side of it, but obviously I'd have to deep dive a little bit so as not to offend anyone by, you know, going a little too much off tangent with the character. I mean, obviously, if I'm going to be wearing armor, do I necessarily want a feather boa? <laughs> well, that could be a new character you invent. Anyway, thank you so much, Rika, for talking to us today about your wonderful cosplay hobby. You can listen to this again on the Light Breakfast podcast at that on the shock app.